Let me tell you a little something about the chronic gals Just two best buds and they're very best pals Talking about cannabis, that good, that tree So grab a joint and just spark with me Hey! Hi! Welcome to another episode of Chronic Gals Happy day! Happy day! We're here again for another show I'm Riley And I'm Ashleen And we are talking to Morgan today Yes And it was such an awesome interview that we're going to keep us blabbing short and sweet. Mm -hmm. Um, We just invite you to grab all your smoking goodies. Yep. We got Green Crack from Golden Leaf over here. Yep. In a bong with clean bong water. Gosh. I cleaned it this morning. It's... That's the life of luxury. I'm telling you. So... Turns out. Turns out... Yeah, grab your favorite smoking utensil, and we take some journeys on yeah, this episode we do. all over left and right. Um, Morgan is one of the co-owners of High End Marketplace, so we get to talk a little bit about that. She, if you remember one of our very, 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 very early episodes with Gareth, they co-own High End Marketplace together. Mm-hmm. So we throw back to Gareth a little bit in this episode. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we go from I don't we just we just really talk <laughs> about what the fuck's going on. That was the question we posed to her was what the fuck is going on with yeah. the world right now and does she have some insight? So we're just gonna pass it on over to that conversation. Mm-hmm. Shall uh, we uh, spark this little bowl here on our way out? Let's do it. You too. Happy session. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the session. Here we are back with Morgan. How are you doing? Hi, everybody. Thanks for having me. Super excited to be chatting with the Chronic Gals today. I know that we're going to get into some cool stuff, so... Oh, heck And yeah. I said that we had you back. Technically, I guess we haven't had you on the show yet. Yeah. We've, this is our second episode we've recorded together. Um, the first one, we had technical difficulties and lost some of it. But um, that just means we get to have another conversation with the awesome so Morgan. So thank yeah. you for having me, having me back. So Yes. Yeah. And you are one of the co-owners of High End Marketplace, a dispensary here in Vancouver. And um, you own it with another guest of the show, past guest of the show, Gareth Couts. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. awesome. That's awesome. You know, the, it's always fun having you know people back and you know keeping the keeping in close contact with the family. You know. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Yeah, and I'm sure you had a fun conversation. I really need to go back. I listened to parts of that, and then I I didn't. I have to admit, I'm so sorry. I did not. Oh, listen. it was a commitment. It, it was really so was. long. Too. <laughs> <laughs> he it doesn't was. know how to talk. That's he's got the gift of the gab. Yeah, you know, but it was one of our favorite episodes. It's one of like our listeners' favorite episodes. But yeah, people keep referring yeah. back to it about how much stuff that they learned in that episode, and I'm like, that's the sign of a good dispensary owner is mm-hmm. that you know shit about cannabis and you are able to communicate and educate mm-hmm. on it. You know, he li- this ideal. is what he lives. I mean, he lives this. This is whether he knew it or not, his ultimate goal, his ultimate dream. You know what I mean? So that's just he's absolutely just somebody that yeah it was meant to do this totally meant. i love it I and, should, oh, go, go ahead no no, you, no. You. i was gonna totally derail How many the conversation <laughs> so all often. the time no no you go Oh, I was just going to ask you what you were grinding in the grinder. Oh, so. oh, yeah, that's a great question. I am grinding Lemon Gorilla Princess by Pono. So 
some flour from from these guys. Um, one cool thing about them is that their labels have their genetic cross on them, so you mm -hmm. kind of know what you're getting, which it's is something so that's nice. like fewer and far between nowadays, especially with all of the crossbreeding. Like, yeah, it gets kind of lost. Mm -hmm. But this one's Gorilla Glue number four by Cinderella ninety nine and Lemon OG. And I am usually a fan of anything Cinderella 99 puts out, mm -hmm. you know, like the Space Queens and the Cinexes and whatnot. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, the Cinex. I, I, I dig that as well. But I love when people put the crosses on it. It's like actually what I was just uh, talking about, this gold mm -hmm. leaf here that just uh, came in, this animal sherbet is... It has it right on the cap here, which is so cool. It's animal cookies crossed with sunset sherbet, which is just oh, like, that kind of makes mm -hmm. more sense, like animal sherbet. But some of them are like, all right, you got to kind of do some digging a little bit, you know? So I know it's always great when you know kind of where it's coming from. And yeah, this packaging, like I said, is just super cute. And their weed is just, it's chronic. Fire. That sounds really nice too, though. Oh no, I haven't really smoked them, so... Um, They're good. Sounds really nice. They have another strain, grape cheese, that I'm a huge fan of, because you get just that delicious, like fruity berry grapeiness with super yeah. funky, heady cheesiness. I love that. And I, yeah, huge fan. They I had, love um, the cheese, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And grape cheese, that's yeah. <laughs> berry <laughs> cheese. Like what? Like I'm hungry right now, but also like that just. <laughs> sounds tasty the smoke too. sounds like a cool so hide yeah cheers. cheers cheers pono had a swamp thing that was really good i like smoke tested it next to i want to say it was doc and yeti smoke or swamp thing but i don't really remember what the other one was pono one it was like a way heavier stone and i I was like, Ooh. okay, Pono, <laughs> I see you. <laughs> That's awesome. And what strain were you smoking? Oh, you, you no, what strain Animal were you Sherbet. Uh, Animal, Animal Sherbet. Sherbet. Well, actually, I've got a couple strains here. I've been obsessed with this Platinum Garlic Mints by Confetti. Oh. Okay. Platinum Tell me about this, right? Mint. Like, Platinum oh. Garlic Mints, like, straight. Oh, I want to try so that. so good. Oh, uh, and then so also good. I've got... It's it's an incredible. I loved that. The cross of that also is awesome. Uh, I think they do they put that on too? No, they don't. But I mean shit. Yes. Yeah, Girl yeah. Scouts, garlic. Like I'm all mm -hmm. about the cookies. The cookies. Oh open. yeah. Oh yeah. But I'm also I'm dabbing, and we can get into this later too. I'm dabbing a couple people here. Um, Blue Roots, which I love their orange mm. recently. Oh my god. Blow yeah. out of the water. Yeah. Blow it out of the water, Blue Roots. Like <laughs> straight up. That Every flavor, time. oh my gosh, just love that citrus. I love that. But um, Blue Roots Lamb's Breath too with oh. the, these oh. cannabis turps. Okay, so we've oh. got Blue Roots. Am I speaking your language? Yes, <laughs> I love Lamb's Breath. Lamb's Breath, I think, changed my life. I think that really changed my like life for sure. It's I love it too in the concentrate. So I got these diamonds and then I added this gelato, uh, these turks into that. Okay, no, 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 because I read. Okay, this is actually getting kind of relevant now because well, and it's always has been, even though it's been prohibited, <laughs> right? But like these turps, I've been waiting for these turps. Okay, so um, I talked about them last year and I was like, how cool is it going to be when these are available? Like just mm. pure cannabis terpenes that are extracted, like. And now you can add it. And I actually read an article about how it um, helps COVID patients. 
terpenes oh, in general. So terpenes wow. crossed with CBD and they did not specify what kinds of terpenes like food derived, plant derived, can, you know, cannabis derived. Mm-hmm. They also didn't specify with the CBD, whether it was cannabis or hemp derived. So they were a little bit vague, but it was a, it was, yeah, it was a fast, I think it was a fast company article or, or one of those business, mm-hmm. um, responsible business, uh, mags. I read it a couple months ago. I think it was fast company. Um, but anyway, I'll send you the link. It was fascinating. And actually the study came out in Israel and it hasn't been peer reviewed yet, but now Canada, um, our manager, Jeff at the shop just, uh, told me that Canada and some somebody else actually has, has been recently doing studies as well on mm-hmm. COVID patients. Like, so basically what they're doing is at the time of, you know, when, when things are taking kind of like a turn for the worse in the patients, like they're experiencing extreme inflammation. So they're administering mm-hmm. these high, high doses of terpenes crossed with CBD. And again, it's very vague in this mm-hmm. article at least, but I'm sure that once they become peer reviewed and, they actually get attention because other yeah. countries in addition to Israel are looking at them. Cause we're not necessarily like too keen on like taking what Israel says and, you know, like believing it, even though they're yeah. likely yeah. legit fucking studies. Right. I'm respectful, but I like to cut. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Free reign. But, so basically they've been administering it and the patients improve. Wow. That's great. That's amazing interesting because like apparently there's like something that happens where like and and there's a specific word for it in the coronavirus patients that's it's some word that starts with a c it's like um, cyto cyto cytogenic or cyto keto storm yeah exactly yeah. When that happens. Storm. yeah or cyto yeah. storm something like that yeah exactly when that happens that's when they're administering that's when they're finding that this combination specifically helps so i was like all right got the terms here girls i got the and i've asked everybody about it because that's awesome if there's you know yet just another thing that cannabis can fucking help with (laughs) how can we deny this we are you know we're we're labeled essential in a pandemic Mm-hmm. You know, and in the pandemic, it's proving to help the patients. Yet here in the United States of America, <laughs> you know, one of the most advanced places in the world, we are ignoring blatantly an herb, like at right. the yeah. political highest level, like, mm-hmm. or not even ignoring, covering up, mm-hmm. <laughs> withholding. Yeah, like we could probably all sue the United States of America because of this. Like, I think like this is actually and this just occurred to me. I'm like, why hasn't there not been like a class action lawsuit? Because like our government's withholding medicine. Like, I just I don't know. Like, Mm -hmm. I just like this actually became like really real just in this conversation. And that's (laughs) animal sherbet. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, dude, that's so interesting that you say that because there's another person that I follow on Instagram um, who is suing the city of Portland right now because it's actually a former guest of the show, Livy, um, Liv Vasquez, uh, who is a cannabis chef. She is suing the city of Portland because there has been like 70 days worth of tear gas Mm -hmm. floating through the city of Portland and it's causing her reproductive it's like causing her all of these health issues and she thinks that it's you know not just her but and it's causing her to like lose her apartment she has to move there's like this whole thing 
And um, so she's suing the city of Portland over it because of, you know, their their blatant use of tear gas where they don't yeah. need to, yeah. to come to people with that kind of aggression. So she, yeah, she's suing the city yeah. over it. So, I mean, well, it's happening. Kind of. Good for her. And, and cheers <clears throat> to that. And I hope, I, I, I know that she will win that. And I, I really hope a lot more women step forward. Cause when I read that, I was actually going to the protest. I'd been a couple of times, not necessarily like in at the justice center at midnight, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I was walking, I've walked several times. And then the last time I went where I could actually smell it, I was two blocks away and I still was experiencing like pretty intense, like, cause I didn't, I wasn't prepared. I was wanting to show up and then go, but I, read that article the next day about how it can affect women's reproductive issues or uh, systems and that um in the past this is this is a known thing this is an actual known um side effect negative side effect Mm -hmm. of tear tear gas use so this is known in multiple countries it's actually been prohibited because of this and when I read that, I was like, all right, like I stand with the movement. I stand with and for Black Lives Matter. Absolutely. We have so much work to do. And I'm learning so much and having so many of those conversations mm-hmm. want to show up. And I will continue to show up. But at that level, when you know that's going to go on and it's continuing, even after now, yeah. all this awareness has been spread. Like, so yeah, if she needs anything any help any support like i'm just i'm throwing that out to her that i hope she gets it and i'm i'm here in whatever way i can be you know for that Mm -hmm. movement and for the people that are fighting on those front lines that are getting really intensely negatively affected psychologically you you know emotionally all of that and then now physically Mm -hmm. and of course it always comes down to I mean, I guess I won't make that blanket statement, but like women get the shit in. <laughs> like, right, I'm just like, why yeah. do women constantly, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And this when is, is there like going a- to be a tear gas that like sucks sperm away? You yeah. know, like, <laughs> yeah. can we just have that? <laughs> like, exactly. no one would be mad at that. No one would be mad at that. But us at women, as women, just because of how many hundreds of years we'd had in thousands of years maybe we'd we've had to just like undergo this like trying to control our bodies and affect our bodies like hormonally and with different foods and all of these things that if you look at that in a larger picture those people that are there protesting if it affects their reproductive rights that's affecting the next generation so yeah, it's like if these women exactly. can't, you know, have longer term effects or like can't have, you know, mm-hmm. children or are experiencing miscarriages or whatever, it's like that has larger repercussions for humanity. That's like you're not just trying to get these kids out of the these rioters out of the street, you assholes. Yeah. No. Exactly. That's wrong. Seventy mm-hmm. days of tear wow. gas. Seventy. Yeah. Yep. That's warfare. That, that is, is warfare. Chemical warfare. Yep. 100%. Dude, and when I went out, have you been, have you two been out at all? Like, Mm-mm. no. I don't no. blame you. And everybody's fighting in their <laughs> own way. Absolutely. Yeah. There's no, you know, like after I went out the one night that I actually experienced the tear gas, even though I was so far away, two blocks. Okay. Yeah. And like, it just was really affecting. Like, I was blown away. Like, that was one of the craziest things I've ever witnessed. Just people of all different ages, all different, you know, just backgrounds and men, women, moms, nurses. The night I was there, there were 
hundreds of nurses walking around from OHSU in their scrubs. Like oh, wow. that's who they're tear gassing. Like, yeah. and, and when I saw that, but they all were like, so many people were straight up prepared. They had shields and all of this crazy so stuff all around awesome. and like carrying water. And they, they looked like modern day, like thrown together soldiers, but mm-hmm. like soldiers, like mm-hmm. never seen anything like that, like that. Dang. That's insane. And that's just so crazy that it's happening in our city. Literally. Like it's happening right 10 there. miles south of us right now. And I mean, like, wind happens, you know? Like, I, if it went two blocks, you know, how far is it flo- flying? Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, it yeah. just affects, like, so many things. It's like... How does, how does it get recycled? Does it fall into the earth and then go into yeah. our water systems? Mm-hmm. Like, how does it... What is it even? Like, mm-hmm. you know, if you're... Yeah. I don't know. It's... So, dude, I was making uh, pozole the other night for dinner, and you're supposed to put chilies, like soak dried chilies in water, to soften them up, and then you you blitz them like with an immersion blender (laughs) to like then add them to the soup. Well, there when I was blitzing them, there was just like so much released into the air. I'm like. Fucking chili peppered myself. Oh <laughs> like, my god! For the next half hour, I was kind of like, <laughs> "What is just like?" I was sitting in the living room, and it floated into the living room a little bit. So that's horrible. That's like intense. Yeah. I could yeah. myself. Yeah, that's so funny. Do you remember? Do you remember when you got a mace in the mail yeah you got Mm -hmm. got pepper spray for like protection and you were very excited to get it (laughs) (laughs) and you took a step outside of the front door but the (laughs) side window was open (laughs) and we were sitting in the hall in the living room and you sprayed it and then the wind (laughs) (laughs) wind comes into the house we're like, uh, <laughs> I pepper sprayed the whole family. <laughs> that was so funny. There's four people and a dog. Two dogs. I don't know. That's oh, man. too so much. Funny. you got to be careful with that shit. Seriously. I thought the window was open, apparently. Yeah. Hilarious. That's how strong it is, too. It will, like, yeah. just move through the air. Wow. Yeah. I mean, and that's it was what just it's really just I know. It really does its job. So. It sure does. Did you take the mace away from Ashleen after that, or no? She put it on her keychain yeah. <laughs> for safekeeping. Well, for, at least you learned yeah. your lesson then. After yeah, that. yeah. Like, right, this well, just I just powerful. wanted to make sure. I just wanted to make sure it worked. So I was like, I was like, I'm not gonna mace myself or my family. I'm gonna point it out the front door, and it's gonna be fine. Meanwhile, the window is open, and that just screwed everything up. It was almost fine. It was, it was almost, almost fine. fine. You're like, I swear, I'll use this responsibility. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious and yeah. kind of sad for your family. <laughs> it, was, it was fine. We survived. Yeah. We survived. <laughs> so this is a really good segue into, like, the big question that we are going to pose tonight in Chronic Gals After Dark. 
Oh, yes. This is exactly my style, too. I stay up late. This is yes, great. Yes, this is perfect. So what do you think is going on <laughs> from, I mean, you could go literally anywhere. The whole multiverse is your oyster and you can <laughs> jump in it. So what do you think is going on? <laughs> okay, so... I'm so happy you asked that question and like you giving me that much um, capacity and for like, you know, getting into multiverses, like number one, like, my kind of conversation all the way. I am an Aquarius that loves to communicate. Yes. So oh, yes. I just got chill. So. We did it. Love it. Um, but no, absolutely. Okay. So there's, I think there's just, even though like, in a bigger picture, I really think there's one thing going on, but it's it's either, it's one of two things, really. We are either moving towards unity consciousness, okay, and a systemic, holistic way of thinking, or we are moving towards our extinction. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I mean, so, like, just to bring it just directly there, like, with the direct answer, like, absolutely my idealistic perspective and like some sometimes I lean more towards like idealism like in terms of philosophy and just like my my attitude towards life mm -hmm. like of course I want to lean on that and I do lean on that so I'll kind of like go more in that direction um you're pronoid have you guys heard right that word now. have you have you heard that word pronoid I think that's how you say it but it's yeah, like dude. pronoia I have, I have that book really oh, yes. <laughs> nice. So pronoia is the belief that uh, everything is going to work out in your favor. Oh, dude, I'm yeah. totally of, that. You know, instead of being paranoid where it's like everything's out to get oh. you. It's like the, you you're trust pro, and believe that the, yeah, that the universe is there to support you. Oh, I'm into that. Yes, and just like the alchemist said, did, have you ever read that book? Yeah, the alchemist? That book. Yeah, right? So like <laughs> everybody's, like the universe is there to guide you <laughs> mm -hmm. to express your, yeah, your truest so, what does he call it? Your uh, um, your personal freedom, your personal mm -hmm. um, your personal. I don't remember what it I is. I don't remember. You know, what? I just listened to it a couple of months again. But uh, anyway, your personal authenticity, basically mm -hmm. your essence. You know, if you uncover that and find out what that is, like the world will conspire to help you. Like that is exactly. pronoia, which I'm, I'm almost positive that's where. Rob Resney got that concept. I'd have to look into when those two hmm. books were written because I really wonder, I think uh, Paolo's book came first. But anyway, Rob Resney's Pronoia is a fantastic book. Honestly, if you've never read that, it's just, it's, and you're into aliens and multiverses and like these kinds of conversations. <laughs> we'll like, that. Yes. yes. Highly recommend mm -hmm. it. It's called awesome. Pronoia. I'm into um, Love that idea though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, you know, why not? Like, if you have a choice, like, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, and yeah. like, and, and if that means that we also do have some kind of like personal free will or like personal autonomy in whatever situation we're in, you know, which I do like to believe. Um, mm -hmm. Some people may not believe in that, but I do believe it's, we have the capacity to be free, even under any kind of regime or, you know, no one's going to control whether I get up in the morning and I'm in a bad mood or I get up and I dance, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like 
if the government is shitty and there we're all under, I mean, unless there's somebody like outside, like making sure I don't dance, like, I guess that would be kind of weird. Like <laughs> hard to control, like everybody like dancing, you know, like yeah. how could you control that? So like we have like <laughs> capacity to have free will, right? Like we can have mm-hmm. a shitty attitude or not, you know? But yeah, I mean, if you, yeah, you, everybody, there's so many people you could think the world's ending. Okay. Well, are you going to just, be pissed about that and bitter and scared mm-hmm. or are you gonna be like well i'm gonna live my life for this minute this hour mm-hmm. this day you know but beyond that just like i feel like there's so much of this polarization that's going on in the world that is so detrimental to connection and mm-hmm. you know um getting our basic needs met like there's just such a polarity in us and them left and right you know even men and women you know Mm -hmm. feminine and masculine whatever whatever it is there's such a polarity going on that i just feel like there's this tension of transition and transformation that like you know growing pains is very very difficult and very Mm -hmm. Uh, painful you know what I mean like it's very intense and like I just feel like collectively we're going through a transformation of some sort that is I believe positive um and I think that the way that we will get there is by continuing to have conversations and like not just delete our friends on Facebook that don't believe the same things as us Mm -hmm. You know, not shut out family members who have disagreements, you know, like, Mm -hmm. I think it takes all each one of us, you know, it's an individual revolution Mm -hmm. in many ways, even though collectively we go through these things together. It's like, I just feel like that's, it's been compounded, this like polarity, this tension that always goes on that's been going on for a long time, because I think Mother Nature is is crying out and Mm -hmm. is like, telling us showing us through this disease this virus that if we don't get along there's no way we're going to be able to think creatively and get along enough to get our basic needs met as a species Mm -hmm. we're seeing it in every single system and now we're seeing it in our developed social systems guess what they're not working across Mm -hmm. the board they're across the board you know and it's just like so i just i absolutely and i i I get that idea from a man named Makad Brooks, who I listened to a podcast and he, that's, he, he's a black man and he's just a, he's a black spiritual man and he super inspirational person, but just, he's the one that, uh, you know, had that theory. And I just completely, it was the truest thing that I can, you know, relate with inside like my, my being, I'm like, yes, Mm -hmm. like that is Mm -hmm. what's going on. Like, we're not going to be, that's what, what, why the civil unrest again, like the civil rights movement Mm -hmm. is having a resurgence because, you know, mother nature is trying to communicate, Hey, you don't learn how to stop killing your own kind. (laughs) Yes. We can't keep doing this. You assholes stop killing each other or I'm going to kill you all. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And mother nature as sweet and nourishing, nourishing and nurturing as she is, is also a, a torrent of psychotic, crazy, you know, destroying energy Mm -hmm. as well. You know, Mm -hmm. it is, yeah. And whatever she has to do. Yeah. So So there's this scene in Moana where we're watching, we've been watching a lot of Moana. (laughs) 
We've been watching a lot of Moana in my house. It relates, I swear. <laughs> There's this scene where she's like just off, starting off on her journey. She's like out in the middle of the ocean looking for Maui to go like return the heart of Tafiti to the wherever it's supposed to go. <laughs> and to the, to the heart. And she's like out in the middle of the ocean and a storm comes and it flips her canoe and she's like tossing and turning. She's like, Ocean, help me, because the ocean usually like has her back. She's like, Ocean, save me, help me. And she, I don't know, it's like cutscene and she wakes up on an island and it's like, she's pissed at the ocean for not helping her, for not flipping her boat back over for her and yada, yada, yada. But then it happens to be the, the, the island that she was placed on when the, the sea swept her up there, was Maui's island. So it was, like, where she was trying to go. Yeah. So it's, like, that rage and that crazy energy that Mother Nature has really is, like, positive destruction mm. to get you to where you need to be. Yeah. You know? Totally. Oh, that's a beautiful analogy, and I yeah. love that movie. <laughs> yeah, that absolutely. movie makes me cry every time I watch it, and I, I swear know. I've watched it, like, every day for the past three weeks. Oh, my so gosh. I just like, oh, my God, her connection with the ocean is so beautiful. <laughs> oh, my gosh, she's such a strong woman. <laughs> yeah, I'm really happy with that movie. That's yeah, it's beautiful, and also just who doesn't want to think of Hawaii? Actually, I was supposed to be in right. Hawaii, like, this week, actually. Uh, I come to... Uh, yeah, but I mean, that's okay. Next year or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to watch that movie, too, but I'm also just like, oh, it'll just make me miss Maui. You know? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. That island out of all of them. Like, Well, not all of them. I've only been to three, but um, yeah, some Maui. <laughs> yeah. I was so. at, uh, our aunt lives on Maui, and I got to visit her one time for two days, and it was beautiful. Go like back. Beautiful 36 hours. Oh yes, even that. You can you feel that energy is just beautiful. But yeah, I mean, it's like the it's like the phoenix rising from the ashes. Mm -hmm. It's like the lotus mm -hmm. coming up from the mud. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like there's just, and there's so many of these things that we all kind of know now. Like we've been exposed to this information that's kind of been withheld from us about what is healing and what is you know what I mean? Like that we have yeah. options other than like Western medicine and Western thought, you know, mm -hmm. that, that multiple other civilizations lived for thousands of years before us a certain way. And that, you know what I mean? That we're now supposed to be again, like, you know, we're supposed to be in the, tw we're in 2020. Like mm -hmm. what, what the fuck? Like there's still people <laughs> yeah. going hungry. There's people being yeah. shot down for just being in the street, mm -hmm. walking to the store. Like, no. What is yeah. that? Sleeping like, in their homes. That one still yeah. gets me. Sleeping yeah. in their homes. Brianna Taylor. Brianna yeah. Taylor. Yeah. Brianna fucking Taylor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, if you either one of you or me got murdered in our home, what the fuck? What would happen? Like, and then they charged her boyfriend. Right. Yeah. I know. Like, what the actual fuck? For trying to defend his life. Right. He yeah. now has to mourn his girlfriend's death while getting charged with attempted murder of a police officer. Who broke Fuck into his who home. Broke in, yeah. That. What are their names? And let's say them too so that we can call these motherfuckers out right now because you murdered an innocent woman. Who yeah. are the cops that killed Breonna Taylor? I mean, how is this even a, a question? How is this even... I that, yeah. Charge those motherfuckers. Charge those motherfuckers. Okay, so 
We have Sergeant Jonathan Mattingly, Detective Miles Cosgrove, and former Detective Brett Hankinson. So that motherfucker right now is just in retirement. Yeah, awesome. You. Cool. So those other two, we just let murderers protect yeah. us. I mean, mm-hmm. we actually, we pay for them. To yeah. That's actually, right. So like our cannabis tax dollars like actually mm-hmm. hired like all of these fuckers. I yeah. just like that's just. I mean, yeah. So I, I, I love Moana, and I want to talk about Moana. <laughs> 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 I just like. <laughs> I just wish I was Moana. Like, I, I know. I know. That movie. I just like. Oh my god! Because it's like the reality is, is that we. It's our generation right now that needs to turn this around. Like. Mm-hmm. Like, we must vote, and we must do whatever it takes. Like, I'm making it my personal mission right now to make sure my personal friends and family, like, the people that I see that are I'm making mm-hmm. sure all of them are registered and that they have, if they have questions or we can do registering parties or we can do, like, I'm throwing it out there, too, for anybody listening. If you want to get together and do this, okay. you know, um, mm-hmm. It's just more important than ever. Like we can't, mm-hmm. it's all mm-hmm. about where the money's at, so how true. it's spent. And we're the ones that, it's, it's our money. It's our we should fucking be able to money. Fucking, yeah, it's our money. Right? We should yeah. be able to say how it is spent. Mm-hmm. And if there's a police officer that murders somebody, an innocent person, like our money should not be paying for their jobs. Like, mm-hmm. period. Yeah. Insane. Let it fall. Let it burn. Let us rebuild. In so many ways, I believe that, and because I, I just don't know mm-hmm. if it's even like how possible it is. Yes. There's no mm-hmm. way we can go back. I don't. I think there's too many people who are too pissed about what's going on to ever go back to the system that we were in. So the only way is to burn it down. Like, you know. And the, how many people have to die? Sense. You know, that's my question. Yeah. Like. How many more innocent people have to die in order for there to be freedom and justice Mm -hmm. for all and, like, equality? You know what I mean? Like, because people have already died historically. I mean, this is, you know, like, I was having a conversation with a friend the other day about just women's rights. And it's like, this person didn't necessarily understand, you know, how, how I could feel oppressed or how I could relate with an oppressed person. And I'm like, it, it just, there's something about it. And it may be memory. Like memory is such a mysterious thing, just like dreams mm-hmm. are right. But it may be memory that lives within us, you know, and they say this is ancestral memory and all of this. I don't know how to explain it. But when I think of the fact that women couldn't go to school, women couldn't get educated. They, they didn't have the same rights. They, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. at all, we couldn't vote. Obviously like we didn't have access to the same equal opportunity in any period any profession mm-hmm. well and there was sexual assault around every corner and then the second <laughs> that we got right yeah every we still deal with this you know and not only that there's law still written about where and how people women can feed their babies and like mm-hmm. yeah what we what we should wear or like mm-hmm. what we and it's like of course, I'm still thinking about those things that just to my core get to me like that I feel privileged to even have an education because mm-hmm. women had to fight and die for us to have these rights. You know what I mean? And then 
now we still deal with it, but there's something that boils my blood about people who don't really understand that like women have this fight too. Like, and I, I understand black and brown and indigenous right now, like are in the worst case scenario. Like, Mm -hmm. and I honestly didn't even know how bad it really was or to the extent, like I just didn't, I was just kind of like in my white privilege, you know, Mm -hmm. just like, all right, I live life and Mm -hmm. you know, and, it's just this has woken me up so much and I know so many other people too who are like look but I mean as a woman I can still kind of relate to like how it feels to be oppressed and just completely washed from history and it just makes me want to you know be more assertive and then okay we're more assertive than we're called bitches and you know yeah. and then, like oh, whatever yeah. it's like we're more aggressive than we're masculine and we're like okay like yeah like fuck all that you can't win you can't make them happy yeah so then that's where I'm like, fuck the game. I'm just going to be exactly who I'm going to be because I'm I'm going to piss people off. I'm going to ruffle feathers no matter what. So those are the feathers that need to be ruffled to get the fuck out of my life. Like, yeah. You don't need to be in my world. Sorry. Yeah. Not sorry. You don't need to be in my world. <laughs> right. Like, and that's, a, that's my choice and that is your choice. If you decide to keep coming to me to get your feathers ruffled... Then that's your fucking choice, but yeah. yeah, I've been thinking a lot about all of that, and I'm like, yeah, fuck that, be whoever the fuck you want to be, fuck that guy over there, just walk, you know, like, just be you, yeah. just be you, and who well, cares? Absolutely, <laughs> and, and I think that it will take a lot more, like, we're the next, um, you know, just the next iteration of women's rights and the mm-hmm. women's movement, I mean... I'm getting chills talking about it, you know? So it's like, if we can liberate ourselves even more and show, you know, our younger women and stuff is like how we liberate ourselves. Well, guess what? We take our boobs out in public when we want to feed our fucking babies. That's what we do if that's what we need to do. And guess mm-hmm. what? Just because it makes you uncomfortable, that has mm-hmm. nothing to do with me. I'm not going to be ashamed of my body or ashamed mm-hmm. of my, you know, like feeding my child. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. it's, it's crazy that that, basic of a of a of a thing that we've been doing or else our species could not have existed (laughs) has to come down to somebody making a law about it you know and then Mm -hmm. us having to fight to be able Mm -hmm. to do these things or to to not feel shame like to not constantly be so it's like yeah liberate ourselves and like yeah wear whatever the fuck you want because no if somebody rapes you that is not your fault that is not what you are wearing that whole argument the people that have quoted saying that like just well what were you wearing who cares i was wearing two cares jesus exactly well she must have been wearing it's like or she was drunk yeah. Have you ever gotten drunk, men, and, right. like, been raped? Like, is that okay for you? Like, would you like that? Probably not. Like, would Probably you be not. okay with that? Like, no. would you? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I mean, we're getting kind of real. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just been, like, yeah, it's just been really intense energy. And, like, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, just more of a reason for us to be conscious and, like, especially just conscious of healing properties of like, let's say Mm -hmm. cannabis, but then also the economic value, the power that's in that economically is just, there's no doubt. um, And there's just no doubt that honestly it will, you know, be, it will save the world basically like cannabis. Like, you know, I just think that it's so true. Yeah. 
we ignore it any longer, like we're all suffering, you know, but, but, uh, we have a choice, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. (sighs) Got to liberate ourselves. We got to get back to what the witches did, you know, because, you know, the witches got burned because they were mixing herbs and guess what? Like, Mm -hmm. uh, and they were doing witchy things, which is like Mm -hmm. mixing herbs and dancing. (laughs) Like, yeah. And like sitting together in a circle and looking at rocks and yeah. (laughs) And like pretty pictures. Like, (laughs) it was like, I'm a witch. Like you're a witch. Yeah. 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 We're witches. (laughs) Like, yeah. Try to burn us now, motherfucker. Yeah. Seriously. Oh my gosh. So we have, our grandmother is really into genealogy and she has dated our family back to a male witch who, (coughs) sorry, excuse me, who wasn't really like a witch. Basically he was somebody who like stood up for something and called him, so the public whatever called him a witch and he was stoned to death which is like being on underneath like a door and having stones put on the door until it squishes until it squishes you or suffocates you. you. Yeah. Oh my god. <clears throat> so like wow. it's it's just fucking bonkers that like one he was a man, which was interesting enough. Two, he probably wasn't even like a witch. In, like, our sense, he was probably just sticking up for something that he believed in. So then that was de- he was deemed a witch forever in the history books. Mm-hmm. You know? Wow. And how wow. crazy is that? Yeah. Just by association and or, like, standing up for some, Like, and yeah. that's actually, I mean, I think, like, right now, a lot of white people will experience this, too. Will experience, you know, I, we've even had people, you know say things about our Black Lives Matter sign in our window. You know what I mean? Like, we've been kind of surprised by a couple of things that have gone on. It's like, if you, like, that's that's still occurring, I guess, is what, like, my main point is, like, yeah. mm-hmm. by association, you know, and this also leads back into, like, this polarized, dualistic mm-hmm. kind of, like, reality that we live in. Oh, you're on that side. Mm-hmm. I see. So if you're mm-hmm. on that side, that means that you agree with rioting. If you're on defund police, it means that if you had an emergency, you don't need to call the police. Mm-hmm. No, that doesn't, that's not what it means. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you're associated 100%. with a, a witch, it means you're a witch too. Mm-hmm. The fuck, dude? This is still going on. Like, yeah. what the yeah. fuck? Mm-hmm. And I mean, how long ago was that? Oh, probably, I don't. couple hundred. Probably like board. the fifth. Or I don't. I want to say fifteen hundred, just because that's the number that popped in my head. But I really have no idea. It's realistic <laughs> that you could track that genealogy mm-hmm. that back. I mean, just that's like five different generations. So I mean, it doesn't seem unlikely. So like, mm-hmm. I mean, that's just that's that's like five hundred years. Now we're still dealing. You know, like yeah, the, and like, even yeah, anyone who is speaking up for anything that is remotely off-brand of what normalcy is is deemed a witch Mm -hmm. you know oh just like oh who like or i guess the new witch is conspiracy theorist Mm -hmm. you know like (laughs) oh you are conspiracy theorists so you are yeah are crazy over there and you are just you youtube researcher you know which 
These fucking YouTubers are going into these history books and going into factual things, collecting data, and then presenting the data as it is. And yeah. it's not coming from a news source. And it's not coming from some government book that... Press was, release or exactly. something. Totally. So, so it's like... Yeah, I, I could go off. But it's just like... We're doing critical thinking. I yeah. would consider myself a fucking conspiracy theorist now, or realist, as I like to say. <laughs> I would also agree that it's a realist because guess what? Like the 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 powers that be are just getting threatened that the truth can get out mm -hmm. there now that they can't control, mm -hmm. and that's yes. where it gets really scary for the powers that be because mm -hmm. you have your YouTubers, you know. But here's the deal: the YouTubers see an opportunity, like, hey, well, shit. 100 years, more than 100 years, clearly, of not being able to trust a government, like any social system that we're in, we have, mm -hmm. any social system that the government oversees that have to do with our basic needs, right, and like our mm -hmm. health and, and wellness, like, you know, every single social system can't trust it. So now, what? of course, what, what we're going to do is we're going to try to, the whole question of our existence as conscious human species is, what is the meaning of this? And also, what is the mm -hmm. truth? Mm -hmm. What is the fucking truth? The truth is, is that we've been lied to for a very, very long time. To the point where if you start having certain conversations, I mean, even like this, mm -hmm. like, they're listening. Like, we're all, oh, yeah. I mean, I'm and, and I'm not just being like, oh, I'm paranoid, you know? I'm like, no, like... We're being they watched, seen, recorded. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. if they wanted to, they could pick little words out and have certain algorithms. And, like, technology is way beyond what we even know about. So they're still keeping a lot of lies from us that, like, mm -hmm. you know, technology with vehicles and technology of surveillance and all of these things that they're constantly developing. Like, if we have handheld computers in our pockets, like, come on now. There's some mm -hmm. shit out there that, like, we wouldn't even... You know, like some some sci-fi nanotechnology. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I actually, I actually heard a theory. I was watching this Hangar One. It's like the alien show on Netflix right now. It's like all the MUFON files. Like it's oh, cool. it's all it's so cool. But one of the theories is that we actually um, we've extracted technology from the UFOs and from the aliens that we actually still store in um like underground bunkers and shit like that. yeah people that are gonna shit. think i'm crazy after this conversation <laughs> i don't give a fuck no, i believe that 100 so how how do we like okay there's too much evidence that we come from alien species that has been deemed crazy but there's way more evidence to that than there is to have like evolution as it's as the like theory is coming now. from an amoeba or whatever yeah, yeah. like right well that yeah, amoeba could have been an alien one. like our exactly. comprehension or understanding of even what an alien is it's like it could be anything aliens could be light spectrums they could exactly. be rainbow they could be right. yeah they, I, I don't know. Just Who a consciousness fucking floating around. They yeah. don't need to be okay, in a physical It could be form. totally unseen. It could be totally, mm -hmm. like, we're just dumb. We think that it's going to be, like, recognizable and then, like, threatening, definitely. It's going to be threatening. Yeah. It's like, why? What if we are? Yeah. 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 So we're taking it to the aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Should we dab for the aliens? <laughs> dab for the aliens. <laughs> like, but it's, like, true. Like, there's, like, in this show, it's, like, 
goes into detail about how even presidents of the United States have seen unidentified flying objects and they've had to make reports and that like which president out of all of them was going to be the one that reveals the truth because, you know, they want like people over time and like MUFON, you know, and all of these or a couple of the organizations like want to uncover the truth. Mm -hmm. um, but it exists, but it's like, it why exists. hide all of these things from us? Like, why prohibit cannabis and prohibit the research of it? I don't even care if you want to, yeah, find out that it's dangerous for humans and then say, no, you can, humans can't consume this. But yeah, to then deny we would know the for sure. Exactly. exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a blatant cover up. Mm -hmm. It is a blatant cover up to take it away from us because they don't want it because they know if we have it we will become powerful because we are fucking powerful and they don't want to know they don't want us to know that because they've been siphoning off our power and enslaving us doing bullshit jobs going nine to five doing things that are not in our cycle to keep to take our power away but guess what? We're awakened now, motherfuckers. Yep. We're coming for oh, you. Cannabis helped. And, and cannabis us helps. dedicating our lives to cannabis makes us feel more connected, mm -hmm. pain-free. It heals mm -hmm. our minds, our bodies, and our souls. Like, that is, I mean, but a hundred years of brainwashing, like, straight up, the last five years of owning high end, like, little shop in downtown Vancouver that's supposed to be so progressive, you know, and like, mm -hmm. I love our city. There's, you know, I, I love, love, love our city. Like, but it's like the amount of ignorance I've heard just of like yeah. having to explain to people that this is even an herb, a flowering mm -hmm. herb is what it is. Like I've gotten into a fight even with, you know, my family members, like one of my siblings, particularly, um, you know, we've gotten into arguments because it's illegal and, you know, um, mm -hmm. she's she's Catholic and she's she's a religious person. And I love that about her and I respect that about her. But, you know, she says it's a drug, you know, and I'm like, well, look, like it's an herb. And we actually have that fight. Like my conscious, beautiful, intelligent sister whom I love, you know, mm -hmm. I have four mm -hmm. other sisters. So I come from a big family, but actually four sisters and one twin brother. But anyway grew up in the same household and everything as this, mm -hmm. this, this woman that I respect and love so much, but she calls it a drug. And I'm like, Google it friggin' fucking Wikipedia. You look it up. It's a flowering herb, right? Like I didn't make this up. I'm just relaying information. I don't, yeah. it heals me. I'm not guaranteeing yeah. it's going to heal everybody, but I can speak for myself and for people that I've talked to firsthand accounts, but the amount of ignorance, mm -hmm that I've heard from intelligent people, not only even about cannabis the last five years, but just like recently in general about just what's going on in the world. I'm just like, whoa. So this is actually what we're dealing with. We're dealing with intelligent people being brainwashed. Mm -hmm. We're not even dealing with idiots. You know what I mean? Being brainwashed. Yeah. We're dealing with, and I excuse my language, because it's like somebody who's just not educated, doesn't have access to education or like mm -hmm. things like this. Like, I don't want to, you know, that just sounded kind of bad, but it's like, we're not dealing with people who we would think of as like, oh, yeah. well, you know, it's like kind of already a questionable. It's like, these people are educated, college yeah. educated, you know, like experienced, mm -hmm. world traveled, like, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, it, yeah. that's the scariest part about it. 
I mean, it's all programming. We all just have to... I mean, everybody has programming that we all have to unprogram from mm -hmm. to find our true authentic self. So it's like, I mean, I was listening to a podcast today about... It was Duncan Trussell's Family Hour, which love I Duncan love Duncan it. Trussell. Yes, love Family him. Hour. Yeah. But he was talking to a guy who was, like, really good at manifestation. And... <clears throat> We. <laughs> wow. What's what? Are you trying to remember the dude's name? No, I'm trying to remember why he was relevant to what we were just talking about. <laughs> well, oh yeah, but, the scariest part about this whole thing is that it's intelligent. Oh people. yes, yeah. So yes, yeah, so we're all reprogramming from everything, and it's like he was saying that we all just we need to find grace in everybody, and like we all just have to meet people where they are. Like I could be all unprogrammed and enlightened as much as I want to be, but come to a person who is not and be frustrated by where they are and why mm -hmm. they're not. Like, I could be frustrated at my whoever I want to be who's, like, not seeing what I'm seeing, but I'm like, but I, you have to just remember, like, they are on their own journey, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. we have to, like, give them, like, grace and love and light that hopefully they will, like, turn that path, like, go down the path of, like... A little bit more brightness you know yeah. so it's like I've been because I've been like not finding myself frustrated but just like having those like just like what do, like we have like it's just there it's just blatantly <laughs> there and like why can't you see it yeah. moment yeah. I'm like I'm not in their consciousness I yeah. am not them they are on their own but path. what they don't understand that you do being somebody that understands kind of like more collective i think in holistic mm -hmm. like we know everything's we're part of a bigger system you know it's like they're those people's decision does affect us so that's why it's hard not to be mm -hmm. so pissed off because it's like you're not just yeah. doing this to you so some people like us and this is where i think that like we're leading the transformation into unity consciousness, like mm -hmm. this holistic consciousness. And it's like, because we're the ones that have this intuition and this feeling like, wow, everything is very connected, mm -hmm. you know, and my decision matters. My actions matter. Who I vote for really matters in a very particular, mm -hmm. like in very collective, large scale, global ways. Like we have to be also kind of those ones that are going to get, the pushback that are going to get, Oh yeah. Unity consciousness, mm -hmm. man. Like, yeah. Why don't you just go smoke your weed? You know, like mm -hmm. that yeah. sounds like a great thing to do when this is one of the most political things we can do is take our health into our own hands. Yeah. Like cannabis, the, the, the wide spectrum of ailments that it has pretty much been proven to help mm -hmm. that people no helps. And yeah, mm -hmm. fuck all the studies and the research because the government that's actually controlling the, the research and the studies creates this incredible, these, all of these obstacles for anybody even doing research, mm -hmm. the amount of money it takes and all of this. So fuck the research. I'm talking to real people every single day. Yeah. You're talking to real people every single day, every single butt tender, person that's selling weed, person that's growing weed every single day is talking to people that this is changing their life from the inside out mm -hmm. and is helping them maintain hopefully a balanced and it, it's a doorway into wellness instead of a gateway yeah. to drugs. You know what I mean? Like totally. Well, and then I, what about like the, 
6,000 year relationship human has had with cannabis, you know? Like, yeah. what about like literal, like ancient history? We've been using cannabis for, since the beginning of mm-hmm. time, you know? Like it's, it was, it's literally just been this weird hundred years or so where one white guy was like, I don't think we should be, I don't want you guys using this, this shit anymore. It's for black people and Mexicans, you know, yeah. and if yeah. you want to be a good white person, you won't use that. Yeah. And the Med- American Medical Association literally <gasps> fought it. Like they fought that Aww. legislation because they wanted to be able to prescribe <laughs> that to their patients. And Harry Anslinger, like Mother washed that all Father. away. Like, and you're totally spot on, absolutely, that there's been so many organizations over time that have tried to fight for it and so many people over time that have tried to fight for it that have just been completely shut down in some way or another. But it goes deeper than just our weed. So, like, this is what's, like, actually occurring to me now that, like, I was just watching this show about essential oils yesterday that's on Netflix, and it's the series oh, well. about wellness. Yes, I've been watching that. <laughs> I only watched the essential oils one, but I was like, okay, dude, now I was sitting here smoking a bowl and my mind was just being blown. I'm like, the government controls terpenes like that crazily, number one. And then, then I'm like, all right, well, like the whole organic system and then also like all of our foods, it's like, it goes deeper than just wheat. So also like our ability to recognize certain um Uh, edible plants and like our ability to recognize certain edible and poisonous mushrooms has gone out the window. Like we've gotten so far removed because we haven't been taught in school, which is all that brainwashing and conditioning and programming. They're taking away our right to foraging and like Mm -hmm. in a lot of States collecting rainwater, like state of Washington can collect rainwater though. And also I, I think a couple counties in Washington state are working on how, uh, how to treat it and test it for drinking it. So like there's a couple of people in States and like, again, why it's so fucking important to vote. Like, and even yeah. in a system that's maybe this broken, I don't, I don't know, but once we get more diverse perspectives, again, like my idealist in my mind is like politics is not going to corrupt everybody like AOC and Bernie. They're good. Mm. They're fucking solid, okay? Like, guess yeah. what? Bernie, you have our heart. And AOC, yes, I will vote for you the day that I can. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But because once we have diverse perspectives, we have other people that are like, well, what about this? Or what about that? Or like, hey, terpenes can help COVID. Like, are people even, you know, ingesting them as much as we should be? Or like, how are mm-hmm. we getting our natural sources of terpenes? You know, and what does that look like for each one of us? Like beyond cannabis, you know, and essential oils is like, I, I actually have 20 more minutes because I got a little high and then I like fell asleep. But like, I need to, I need to go back and watch the rest of that episode because it was fascinating. Like our food system's fucked. Like oh, people so are fun. eating poison and they're getting sick and then they're getting, then they're being fed poison at the doctors. Mm-hmm. And then they're being fed psychological poison. Like you can't have emotions. And if you feel anything all throughout school, guess what? You're horrible. I, for some reason we've been getting the allure magazine, like at our house. <laughs> I think one of our grandmas, I gave, did that for a Christmas gift. I'm not quite sure, but so I've been flipping through it literally Almost like every other ad, if it's not a makeup product, is some type of prescribed drug. 
I'm like, and I've been, I mean, I haven't flipped through a magazine in uh, fucking 10 years or whatever. <laughs> I was, I mean, I was like, what am I even, so you're like just normal, we're normalizing prescription drug use mm -hmm. and you're mad at me for, for normalizing cannabis use. Mm -hmm. Right. We can't have ads in those magazines. Probably. I mean, yeah. come on, Allure. Exactly. That's where Allure can actually step up. You know, mm -hmm. that's where certain publications can step up and step in and say, but guess who buys the ads? And they can charge shitloads of dollars mm -hmm. for those ads. Mm -hmm. And that is just embarrassing. Allure, you should be ashamed of yourself. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was just like a weird realization. I'm like, oh, gosh. Like, and the ads are like a photo and then all of the nutrition, I don't, not nutritional facts, but you know, like side effects, medical information. Yeah. Like, whole two page spread and then an end photo two page four sides that's, you know that's what they're paying like for millions that? of dollars that's, that's a so million much. dollar ad that's in a so motherfucking much. magazine like and then they're making so much fucking money it's not so only that unreal. not only that i'll drop this on you too and the listeners by the way thank you listeners for listening if you're listening and then <laughs> Yeah, we love you. to like see the demographic of your like listeners. You know, it's I would wild. Love, I can't. That's really awesome. We but, love our uh, listeners. We, yeah, we should. Sure yeah, we appreciate them. <laughs> totally, people. Put, yeah, because it's like podcast is great, and you guys are hitting something that really needs to be talked about. Obviously, but like, <clears throat> um, shit. Now I forgot what I was gonna say. What were you just saying? Oh yeah. Ads. Okay. So like, not only are we normalizing, not only are we normalizing these fucking things, but you flip through and like, it's a picture of like a beautiful person happy mm -hmm. with their dog. And then all the fine print, right. That they have to put on there. It's like, if cannabis has side effects, let's be able to put it on there and then put it wherever the fuck we want to, because that's what they're mm -hmm. doing, you mm -hmm. know? And it's like, it's false advertising. Also, mm -hmm. it's like, now you're going to be happy. So it's actually creating, mm -hmm. that's the programming in that image. That's how we're programmed. Wow. Every time I see yeah. that word, I see a happy person. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden people are so desperate because they're eating poisonous food <laughs> out of boxes. Trust mm -hmm. me. I, you know, I like my golden grams and stuff, but it's like, <laughs> you know, things that come in boxes are generally questionable for yeah. like ingesting regularly, you know, like, yeah. Depending on, yeah, whatever. Anyway, I guess a box is like a pretty standard thing to put food in. But, like, I don't know. <laughs> but, no. We, we you get, know what we I'm get, saying. Like, yeah, you yeah. know pizza that has a hundred different ingredients. Uh, I'm like, I still think I have negative side effects from eating those things, you know? And there's such a guilty <laughs> pleasure in them. Oh, my God. Yes, trust they me. so are. I like a good corn dog every once in a while, too. Yeah. yeah. Not yeah. getting me wrong. Yeah. But also, like, eat a squash. Yeah. You know, like, eat some broccoli. Ha Eat something organic. Like, go to the farmer's market. Mm -hmm. <laughs> diversity. It's diversity yeah, exactly. is really key, you know. Diverse strains, like, you know, diverse. It's interesting, too. Like, if you eat the same thing all the time or if you smoke the same strain, it does something to uh -huh. your body. It's like, it's, I just really think, like, diversity is pretty much key, you know. And, like, yeah, indulge every once in a while. Like, we all love ice cream, you know. It's like. <coughs> oh, gosh. That's my freak. <laughs> Achilles heel. I love ice Same. cream. So, so you eat you. So we all eat Totino's and ice cream. Like, yeah. what is the longevity? Of ice cream? 
But I also had green beans and broccoli and carrots and rice today for lunch. <clears throat> you know, oh, so it's like you. balance. And I believe if you put negative energy into it, if you're like, oh, this Totino's is going to make me feel like shit, and then you still eat it, yeah, it's going to make you feel like shit. But if you're like, oh, fuck, I fucking love Totino's. This is going to be so good. I'm going to eat it, and then we're going to do this, and we get stoned, whatever, and like you eat it. And you're like, yes, I like don't have a stomach ache. Like I don't uh, yeah. feel like shit. Yeah. yeah. So I to I totally believe that too, like with cannabis mm -hmm. and food too. Like mm -hmm. because like look, cannabis or you know, other things maybe placebos. Like obviously placebo is actually really effective. Like that's actually the studies that the government does so allow really show that. Powerful. So it's like mm -hmm. if I smoke weed every day and I'm like, I feel well, I feel mm -hmm. well, I feel well, I'm gonna fucking feel well. Or I take cannabis oil every day and I'm like, cool, you're healing my cancer. You're healing my cancer. My cancer's healing. Mm -hmm. I love, you know, love this oil, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, think about that. Like, yeah. it's just crazy. Like, I don't know. And That's imagine if we could do, if we could do that positive thinking for like all the other things in our life too. Because I mean, it goes into just how we interact with human beings and like, how we, I mean, that goes back to the pronoia, uh, pronoia, pro you know, how it's like, I'm just going to be, I know I'm going to get something positive out of this experience, even if it's negative, I will have, I mean, I'm going to have to go through the experience anyway, but what can I learn from the experience? Mm -hmm. You know, like, man, that was really hard, but what can I learn? You know? Mm -hmm. So it's just like always, I mean, and I'm just that kind of a person anyway who is like annoying about finding the positive things in life but like I don't know I don't see I don't care I'll say it anyway I'll be that person like oh it's raining outside but look it's like look how it's sparkly it smells good it smells good <laughs> or whatever yeah. you know and Same. I yeah yep. I'm like a proud to be that person too mm -hmm. And I've also been watching a lot of Real Housewives of New Jersey, <laughs> and they are not like that at all. Oh, at all. That's my guilty pleasure. I just, it's so dumb. And Trash so TV. It's so good. Because yeah. it's just a beautiful representation of how people are living in a section of our country. And it's like, wow, I am so glad not to be you and not to live your life. <laughs> like... It's just so, they're just so traditional, and it's so weird, and it's very masculine-based, and I'm like, wow, I'm glad that you're on TV, and you're over there. And in a lot of ways, that's still you taking the most positive thing out of <laughs> Yeah, <that>. exactly. <laughs> and also, like, I think all of us are needing to do that right now, or we will suffer more than we've ever suffered before. If we don't make light of what's even going on now, exactly. and, and like, and just like find the best, like I'm, I'm actually referring to COVID, but like make light of actually what we can do. We can mm -hmm. still dance in the morning, whether 45 is mm -hmm. an office or not, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? That person, like, um, you know, it's like, we could still dance in the morning. It's like, we can find positivity even in, in isolation. It doesn't have to be isolation. It could be solitude. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like there's two different people. Okay. You mm -hmm. can, you know, somebody locks themselves away or doesn't want to be isolated from people. So goes out and does risky things, you know, or whatever. It's like, yeah, it's just like you can find positive in everything. So hopefully totally. we're all moving towards this unity consciousness and finding positivity in the chaos right now. Because and taking away whatever positives we can. Okay, well, if the only place safe place to go is nature, 
go into nature. Mm-hmm. If your prescription meds aren't working, well, we are grateful to live in places where there's legal cannabis. Like 33 states now have some kind mm-hmm. of laws around medical. And that's mm-hmm. 33 states that are disagreeing with the federal government, by the way. I'm just going to mm-hmm. say that mm-hmm. in the classification system, that's 33 states that don't believe that should be the way it is. Like, mm-hmm. how crazy yeah. is that? Super fucking crazy. Yeah. It's my, a majority. Yeah. Majority should rule, right? Yeah. <laughs> and yet Michael Thompson sits in jail. Like, fucking yeah. free Michael Thompson. Like, mm-hmm. get him out of jail. This man is doing life for three pounds of cannabis. Like, Jeez. what? And he's a black man, of course. Of course. That's fucked. It's just like, you know, but organizations like Last Prisoner Project, you know, like, Mm -hmm. I know Gareth, I know we started this conversation out talking about Gareth, so maybe we should close it out. (laughs) Thank you for listening, Gareth. I know you're listening. You better be listening. (laughs) Wait, what'd you say? You better be listening. You best be listening. Um... (laughs) Yeah, so what was I going to say about him, though? The Last Prisoner Project. Well, yeah, he felt really strongly because, you know, when this whole thing, you know, a lot of the civil rights stuff just just popped up and then COVID and all of this, we've just been looking for ways to get more involved. And that's an organization he felt super strongly about. And I looked into and it was like, I mean, obviously I've heard of it before, but like just the work that they're doing to just try to free prisoners, like, you know, and the majority black, it all ties in together all connected mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know it's it's taking people like gareth myself you you two and a lot of people that we know to just like bring awareness the people that have yeah. the platforms like i just totally was just so turned off by facebook and i still fucking am trust me mm-hmm. but i understand the capacity for communication through those platforms and like i've just really been limiting anything i share personally just because i'm like this is more important. This person's life is more important. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. it's like, I know there's a balance with that. And I love creative expression through these platforms too. But it's just like now in my life, I'm like, I got 2000 friends on mm-hmm. Facebook. Like, yeah, I'm going to tell them to freaking arrest the cops that killed Breonna <laughs> Taylor. Yes. I'm going to yeah, say, yeah. but, and also like, it really takes, like, I think from us to move from this like polarized place, we need to, share what we believe is good for the greater good and like have mm-hmm. those conversations. Cause like in these kinds of conversations, cause if we're not, and I guess not these, because we totally agree on like pretty much everything, including, yeah. <laughs> but, like, but like, it's going to take like us having discourse, like democracy is based <laughs> off of being able to come to some kind of conclusion that's best for the greater good from two different, you know, or three different, Mm -hmm. four different, six different perspectives. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, what's best for the greater good? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, so I think that's, if we are unable to do that, and unfortunately I do see that happening Mm -hmm. because people just take sides and then they shut the other out, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I just want to make sure in my personal life that I'm not in professional life. I'm not doing that. I'm hearing everybody's, Mm -hmm. you know, not to say I'm going to watch Fox News all the time, but once in a while, you know, you like tune into those channels in some capacity and are like, okay, so this is what the other side is seeing. The other yeah. side, you know, like, yeah. and damn, is it frightening. Yeah. It's fucking bonkers, the reality that we live in. 
Yeah. It's crazy on all fucking spectrums. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But having conversations like this and mm -hmm. conversations that are really hard to have are yeah. super important. And it's just like <clears throat> all the con any kind of conversation you can have right now is going to be a good conversation. Mm -hmm. You know, like it's going to it's uh, something that needed to happen and it's just just keep talking. We just need to keep communicating. Yeah. And if we can do something about it, like if we mm -hmm. don't just have that conversation and leave it with like our egos just patted on the back, like, oh, I really was right in that conversation yeah. and I know what's best. It's like, just open your hearts, people. Mm -hmm. That's all you got to do. Don't be scared. We're all going to die anyway. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> but let's yeah. just enjoy the moment that we have with each other yeah. and open our hearts to just... <clears throat> The fact that we're all humans, we all need the same things, and we yeah. all share common human values, you know? Like, it's more than, yeah, it's just, it's not an individual game. Like, you can't just, mm -hmm. out, everybody out for themselves, you know? Yeah. It's not sustainable, it's not regenerative, yeah. it's not... It's not part of a system. It's like we're above the system. Like, and it doesn't feel good. It doesn't. It's just. A, it's it's not. so hard to do things all by yourself. Yeah. It's so hard. <laughs> And yeah. that's why, yeah, I mean, in a lot, a lot of times we don't, we'll find our group, we'll find our, mm -hmm. you know, and right now the president has like surrounded himself with a lot of people that, you know, won't argue, you know, and stuff like mm -hmm. that. So it's like, there are people out there, you know. It's like me and my friend, uh, one of my friends were watching. He actually said, you know, I've never really, Donald Trump never makes sense to me. His his words and his concepts are always just broken up. Like he does, he's not saying anything ever. He's just kind of like mumbling gibberish kind of. And I'm like, are you sure about that? Because like, how is he the president then if he just straight up just is not making sense at all, you know? So we actually watched a, a press, or like a uh, one of his speaking events, like, that he just had like a what do they call it not a press release but like a like a uh, press conference press conference thank you yeah 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 press yes. conference and it was scary <laughs> he definitely didn't make sense a couple times but when he did i was like this is what he's saying and then people are just buying it up like he basically came out to say that um the u.s government and kodak are working together now because kodak is be has become a pharmaceutical company Kodak, the camera company? Yes. So shame on you, Kodak, by the way. And they're making off-brand pharmaceuticals. And, like, the president just came out in this press release, this press conference. Yeah, literally, yeah. it was, like, probably three weeks ago. And he's just blatantly saying, like, he actually also, from his words, said, um, you know, because we were trying to get these other big, large pharmaceutical companies to create these uh, uh, off-brand pharmaceuticals for the American people, but they didn't want to, they wanted to do, you know, they wanted to do it their way. So we basically threatened them that we were going to take it into our own hands. So he's going around threatening companies that if they don't make the brand of affordable pharmaceuticals for the American people, that he was going to take it into his own hands. Now he said there's some kind of financial deal between literally the gov our government and kodak the new pharmaceutical company like i can't even make this shit <laughs> i'm trying to do i'm a very creative person you know check my poetry out yep but um <laughs> uh, shameless plug but uh, morgan page poetry okay yes. so uh, on instagram facebook whatever anyway um uh 
that he was blatantly saying the shit. That's like, so I'm weird. First, but I cannot make this shit up. That was my point. Yeah. Like, watch it. It was like a press conference like three weeks ago. Because I'm like, okay, I really have shut him out of my life the last four years. I don't watch him. I don't pay attention. Yeah. I stopped listening to KBU and NPR and all of the things because I just don't want to hear him. Mm-hmm. And I know when I saw that, I was like, whoa, this is how bad it is. That our president's talking about being in relationship with business in a business relationship with a pharmaceutical company just outward and that we're giving them extra grants and money and yeah i feel like this this has been happening all along and i feel like nobody's like said anything or done anything about it like i feel i heard this like multiple times just i don't how do remember the details but that's yeah Everything sounds illegal. I don't trust anything. I don't, you know, like, I feel like everybody is wrong. Everyone needs to be fired. Just restart. There's enough people in the world that want to do things. Just let them do it. Like, fuck everybody. Let's just re-fucking start. Just everyone's canceled. Sorry about it. (laughs) Everyone. But you know what is really funny, though, is... Reading transcripts of that is pretty co- press conferences is hilarious because oh, they don't make any sense. One. So it's like he'll go. It, I wouldn't be able to even it's like re- half, re- but it's half thoughts. sentences. He'll like go off on one track and then he'll go down some weird tangent and then he'll come back and then he'll go down another weird one and, and then compliment like, whatever he's talking about. It's so weird. It's, yeah, you, you can probably make- whatever he's talking. About. <laughs> he does that. He did that in this too. He was like, and we did it. And we did, yeah. Like, stop patting your yourself on the back. Yeah. Like, this is you're yeah. disgusting. You're, oh my god. It's just like, oh, and this is why, like, I have a shameless plug here for a book of poetry that's called "Not Ooh. My President." Actually, that I've been checking in with. Um, cool. My friend Josh Gaines edited cool. this anthology of poets. Um, just basically after they heard that he was going to be the president for the next four years, oh, poems cool. they wrote about it. And they sent this book to every member of Congress. Oh, cool. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. I love the that. Theology of dissent, dude. This is why poetry is so important and more increasingly more important than ever before. Mm-hmm. And guess what poets need? Weed, dude. Yes. Like, I'm to get high as fuck right now and write some political ass <laughs> shit that I can change the world through art. Let's do yes. it. Do it. I'm going to take a dab of this, these Terps here. Are you two dabbing right now? Or what's are you doing? You basically do everything, right? Edibles and dabs. and uh, I've been on a dab kick the last month. I've just needed to like take it to the next level because of what's going on in the world. Kind mm, of and trust and believe. I right go back there. and forth all the time. It's kind of just like whatever I'm feeling. But yeah, I have all, yeah, we have all oh. of our dab stuff down You're here. like, what are we doing here? We got a dab stuff we're doing. Let's dab. <laughs> we got stuck looking at each other. What do you want to dab? Mm, the Sunday Driver. Ooh. Have you ever tried Extraction Earring? No. It's an Oregon brand. So, who knows where we are? But, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's how, I um, love that name, though. Yeah, they are awesome. And they do, know. like, You'd small batch. It, they call it luxury Ooh. cannabis. But, yeah, it's, like, super small batch, really high quality, uh, dab, uh, dabs. That sounds really great. I'm always, I mean, I, I've gone into a couple shops, so I'm always kind of looking for recommendations. Uh, it's actually funny that you should mention an Oregon company because I'm actually dabbing Oregon concentrates as we speak too. Nice. 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 This is by, um, Beehive Extracts. 
And Beehive, yeah, my friend Alex Toast works for, um, actually he goes by Toast, but he's totally just like stoner and a half, but he works for Beehive. This is, um, that was amazing. This is Bermuda Sour Guava. Ooh. Like, what is that? Oh, my like, gosh. Some Back to the pressure. tropical Moana theme. Yeah, beehive. And they've got this cute little, speaking of beehives out of dupe tubes, like yeah. beehive oh, extracts yeah. is what we're yes. finishing with. <laughs> I love that. That's so funny. Whoever is in the Portland market, just pick this stuff up and like definitely look for extractionary. I'll pick some of that up next time I'm over there because I do go into the stores. Like some of them are awesome. Um, mm -hmm. What what stores do you two recommend though? Because I've only been into a couple. Um, our uh, no, Americana. Mm -hmm. Is that what it's called? Americana RX yeah. is where I got this. That the extractionering, and. Um, you really like electric lettuce, that one. right? Yeah, electric lettuce. I've always is super wanted fun. to go in there. It's so cute. Oh you would my love god, it. you would love That's it. That's where I gotta go. Yeah, I think I went into like Khalifa. Is that is that a name? Oh, for I think so. Yeah, I, I think that was it. That was a really nice store. They had a cool setup. I just went in there last week, but um, there's so many across the bridge. Like, oh my gosh, I know. It, there's so many like tiny mom and pop shops that are just random tucked in. It's kind of amazing. There's but. so many that have multiple language or uh, multiple languages, multiple <laughs> locations. Yeah, like nectar. Oh, has... That just made me. <laughs> yeah. But like that's uh, what it's probably gonna take is like that many locations to like mm -hmm. survive, unless you're as cool as electric lettuce. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. yeah, and, like I know. There was yeah. one um, shop that I like came across while I was at a. a coffee shop and I, I like I can't remember the name of it right now but it was black owned and they also had they owned the house right behind the dispensary and it was like an incubator like school for people of color to learn about how to get into the cannabis industry That's dope. which was oh, wow. super cool yeah. and I haven't checked in on them since before COVID happened so I don't know like what, what the status of anything is is but... it co-shines or dead stock uh I think I... dead stock is a coffee shop and I this was know. was this a it coffee was... shop no it's right across from sea star bakery oh bakery um, Okay. Yeah. Well, it was like it has. A co they serve coffee too. You can like buy Wait. breakfast there. But then this it was a weed This shop? is a dispensary across oh. the street from dispensary. this bakery. Yeah, that had this incubator that helped people of color get into like learn about the cannabis industry in Oregon. That's super cool. Yeah. And they and were hosting it over there at the dispensary. Okay. It's like they owned it. They like helped bring people up. Yeah. Awesome. And, like teach people. That's incredible. I would Maybe. love to find out who that is to see like how we can help them. I'll find That's it and I'll post it in the show notes and I'll send a link to you. Too. That would be great. Yeah, because uh, just to know. I, that's what I was trying to Google it. I'm like, that would be cool. Oh, me. here. I'll just look. I'll see if I can find them. It's like we got to be putting those businesses up because it's I like know. those people doing cool things. It's like not only... 
you know, do black people get the shit? They, they don't get to be involved in it and then they get to go to jail. They have to go to jail for it. If we were, you know, smoking behind a building, you know, if I was and a black woman was, guess what? Guess who's like going to be seen as suspicious? Yeah. Like, fuck that. Fuck that shit. You know what? And also, like, why do we have to keep going behind buildings to smoke fucking cannabis? <laughs> I know. What is that? Like, yeah, of course so we're going to be all seen as suspicious anyway because we're, like, sneaking around. And yeah. Sh- like, it, sh- it looks weird. You, like, we like we know we look weird. Just let us do it. Like, you have cigarette smoking areas. Just yeah. let us and do it there. And that stinks just as bad as we oh, do. Literally just let us do it there. cancer. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Okay, so I found it. So the dispensary is called Green Muse. The website says, Green Muse is the source of inspiration for art, science, music, sports, and fashion through cannabis. Formerly known as Green Hop, the first hip-hop dispensary. As as Green Muse is a local, black-owned, mom-and-pop-owned dispensary, we are proud to offer healthy premium cannabis at every price point. Find your muse. Yes. Oh, my. I'm going there. I am going to support them. And then they have an academy, the Green Hop Academy, which is the incubator that I was talking about. Our courses are master classes from professionals in the industry, uh, designed to be dynamic to ensure you stay engaged in the process. Yeah, so it's like helping people get into the industry, and specifically people of color. So are you trying to interview them? Yeah, I would love to, but yeah, yeah, we should. (laughs) That would be incredible right now, especially putting that out there, getting that platform up helping them i mean yeah yeah for sure green muse that green i'm like I'm going in there i would love to hear that podcast too and just hear how it's been going and all of that stuff and what else they've got going on so the first yeah. hip-hop dispensary dude yeah i know they've got to be have a crazy story COVID. can we go visit can we like yeah i wear masks <laughs> socially distance in a bubble yeah field trip you want to go there yeah together? let's go yeah let's i'm ready yeah. are they still right open now. no i'm kidding yeah. <laughs> i'm like so tired right now <laughs> we no get, i know like then it worked because we have this weird security camera thing going on where like oh, the no. network's been fucked up and i'm like on the phone all day with these <clears> people <throat> and i'm like anyway but that's okay gotta do, gotta do. and gareth uh, speaking of gareth not a techie person i mean like he's mm-hmm. a really simple techie you know, and like, yeah, so That's he's fair. really touching me, the tech stuff, really, is what I'm <laughs> Probably so smart. Land, that's on your, yeah. that's on your to-do list. Yes, my territory, I study digital technology and communication, so oh, like, no. you know, I could probably mm-hmm. like, yeah, I would never be able to network phones, never mind, just like, <laughs> like, I was like, I can code my own website, though, that's cool, huh? Hey, like, that's yeah. really excellent. Girls can code. But again, every profession has had, you know, yeah, every, I was thinking about it the other day. I'm like, what profession other than mother, what other job has women led over the ages? Right. Not teaching, not medical, not anything to do with construction or outside, not politics, not literature, art, not and, you know, the funny thing is, half the time they did, but the man had to take the credit. Exactly. So, oh, my God. Yeah. Even worse. Tell me that doesn't make your blood worse. Oh, no. Ugh. Yeah. That ancestral boil. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, witches. This has yeah. been so fun. Yes, thank you so much for joining us and making this fucking conversation happen. Yes. It was so much fun. Please uh, plug yourself. Plug away. Where can oh. we find you? Well, goodness, I already did a shameless plug earlier because you know, like, my favorite poet, Allen Ginsberg, does say, and my teacher, Christopher Luna, says, uh, you have to promote yourself because people then mm-hmm. know that you love and believe in what you do. Totally. And so, because I tend to be not really a shameless self-promoter or anything like that, but I've been getting better at, like, doing it in, like, kind of, like, a not, like, in-your-face kind of way. So I don't know. Yeah. So highandmarketplace.com, clearly 1924 Broadway. Please come check us out. Um, We have one of the best varieties of just ethically sourced cannabis in the Pacific Northwest, I believe. And I've been to shops in a lot of places. I know other people are doing it right, but we genuinely believe that what we do is yeah, it's it's helping heal. So we're happy to do that. We have new medical hours. So that's actually something cool. I would love to tell people you can make a one-on-one appointment. We're doing Wednesdays okay. and Saturdays for medical cards, medical information. And like, we just strongly believe in the healing properties of this plant. And uh, but yeah, check our website out. We have a couple of Instagram channels that we've gotten deleted multiple times, but we're very <laughs> thing just like everybody else um you can check those out at hemp underscore drops and then high-end uh underscore cannabis i believe um yeah and then i do art but i'm you know not necessarily working on so much there but definitely um yeah come say hi at the shop yeah and maybe one day we'll be able to have events again or yes we will That'll be fun. We will. (laughs) (laughs) But for now, the Zoom smoke sessions will have to do. Cheers, dude. This has been so fun. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, thanks for doing what you're doing and spreading the word and shit and and just dedicating your lives to it, too. You know, it's like that's what it's about. Like whether I'm on the floor every day at hemp or not, because I'm I'm not, you know, I'm not in there all the time at all. And it's like whether I'm there or not, I'll still believe in it and fight for it and advocate for it for the rest of my life. Like mm-hmm. no question about that, about the capacity for it to help the world and the people mm-hmm. in it. So I mean our bodies are designed C B one, C B two receptors, yeah. Google it. Our bodies have cannabinoid receptors. So mm-hmm. Look it up. Do your research. You know, you two, I don't got to tell because you're like, <laughs> like you're, do, you're just doing it. So I appreciate um, you having me back. And then I, sorry for, you know, last week. Oh <laughs> my gosh. No, we at least got to have two conversations though. That's the I thing. know. Exactly. Two exactly. hangouts. Yeah. <laughs> that's the, that's the good thing about it. I, yeah. yeah. Two, it's a peace sign. So <laughs> And now we're all aliens. Yeah. (laughs) And fucking conspiracy theorists. Yes. (laughs) Call me whatever you want. We are in search of the truth and we will find it. And I think we have found it. So get out and here. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you for being you. Bye. 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 We love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Man. We did go everywhere. Now, All didn't we? over the place. Love it. I love being able to talk to Morgan because we can go everywhere. Mm-hmm. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. So much fun. So much fun. And so, if you- so knowledgeable. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. 
We keep running our sentences into each other. They're not yeah. the same sentence this time, but yeah. that's okay. But <laughs> if you want to chat with Morgan in real life, check out High End Marketplace. She's always there. They have an amazing selection of cannabis. They're in Southwest Washington. Mm-hmm. Check them out. They're amazing. We love them so hard. Plus, they like really advocate for the medical patient. Yeah. Which I love. Yeah. So... Check out High End Marketplace in real life and on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Check out Morgan on all of her social medias and all of her art artist platforms. Mm-hmm. And thank you for listening. Because We're so happy <laughs> for you to be here. If you like what you hear, <laughs> rate, review, and subscribe. And please share this episode with a friend. Please do that also. Follow us on Instagram at chronicals underscore podcast. And we'll talk to you next time. We'll talk to you next time. Spark up, my friends. And have a great day, evening. We love Bye. you. Have a great next moment. Love it. Bye. Bye. Bye.